we are back, and we are about to go into our segment. We have the Honorable Bishop Foreman on the phone, and he's going to be a blessing us with a word today. So everybody, welcome. Everybody to welcome the great Honorable Bishop Foreman. Everybody, Bishop Foreman. Good morning. Good morning. Well, good morning. Thank you all so much. Honored to be with you. Amen. So we, we're going to go ahead and uh, turn the floors over to you, the Bishop. I know you got a good word for us today. And uh, everybody, just um, welcome Bishop Foreman. And Bishop Foreman, where are you coming out of? So from Denver, Colorado, 
taught me something too. Thank you. 
I was wondering, like, when you are at, like, uh, it's a tough, having a tough day, is there a particular scripture out the Bible that you go to and it picks you right back up instantly? Jesus, when he's in the garden of Gethsemane, he's dealing with hemo to Joseph. 
Bishop, this is uh, Lady AJ, and I really appreciated what you, when you talked about bitterness, because um, I think a lot of times we're struggling with some form of unforgiveness, and it leads to so many different other aspects. You know, you talked about earlier about how you, there was you were doing a series about how to control your emotions. And your emotions become out of whack because you're just not centered, you know. And even in our Bible study, because I attend Pastor Jay's church, and we've been focusing on forgiveness. And although a lot of times we ask the Lord to forgive us, we have a difficulty or we are unable to forgive ourselves, which leads us down a bit excuse me, a very dark path. So in terms of forgiving others and forgiving yourself, what would you suggest for a person? Great question. Uh, great, great, great question. I, you know, I'll say that the first thing with forgiveness is most of us think we have. Exactly. And here's the proof that we haven't is the, uh, the anger or the uh, blood beginning to boil when we begin to think about a person or a situation. When we begin to think about a person or a situation, you know, I often like to say God will throw stuff in your face just to show you you haven't dealt with it. Yeah. And so you can say, I've forgiven them, I've forgiven them, until you see them at the mall, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, I can't believe they're out here having a good day. You know? <laughs> or, you, you, you know, you'll be angry at the fact that they're not still bound by the same thing that has you bitter. And so uh, one of the things that I think when it comes to forgiveness is I like to spend I like to be very reflective. As a matter of fact, that's the series we're getting ready to start. Your listeners can even connect with us. We stream live at six digital campuses every single Sunday. And so uh, they can uh, they can go to harvestchurch.church or live.harvestchurch.church and, and watch the 9, 15 a.m. Mountain Time experience, which is getting ready to start here in just a little over half hour. And we're starting that series today called March Madness, Controlling Your Emotions So They Don't Control You. And I know for me, uh, when you talk about forgiveness, uh, it, it, the, the word forgive literally means to to release from punishment. Mm. There's two things you're doing with forgiveness uh, in, in the Greek, that, that word there. It, it, there's two things I'm doing. I'm releasing them from punishment. But here's the truth. My unforgiveness isn't going to change them. Sometimes we think forgiveness is for them. Well, you know, they haven't apologized, so I can't forgive them. They may never apologize. Here's the truth. They probably don't even think they did anything wrong to Right. Mm. Um, you, you know, the truth is, a lot of times, stuff we're walking around bitter about, those people are like, well, what are they mad about? I didn't <laughs> them. You know, they forget how they lied, how they cheated, how they stole, how they did, how they did, how they did on the land. And so, one, I'm releasing them from punishment. Because the truth is, my unforgiveness isn't going to uh, create any type of a change in the first place. Uh, the second thing is, I'm releasing myself. Amen. When you hold on to unforgiveness, you are holding yourself in the prison. And here's what the prison is. The prison is the hope that that person will somehow make right what you need to be wrong. Mm. And that's a bad hope yeah. to have. Yeah. Here's why. It's because you're putting your 
it's too much investment. Right. And I'll give this one last point, maybe, because I think it's so powerful. Moses dealt with this, and Moses gives us a very powerful illustration of the dangers of not forgiving and the dangers of bitterness. Moses has dealt with these people, and these people have given Moses uh, uh, absolute purity, you know, hell. They've just taken him through. And when you look at it, uh, one of the Greek words for hell was Gehenna, which means hot trash. So they've just given Moses Gehenna. They've just given him trash since he took him out of Egypt. And what's interesting about it is uh, Moses, the Lord offers Moses this. He says, Moses, let you and me start over, and I'll make a nation great of you. Let's just start over, me and you, and we'll just start fresh. You know what Moses does? Moses said, no, Lord, keep the people. I don't want to start fresh. Let's just move forward. What will the nation say of you? And so God says to Moses, well, fine, this is your call. Fast forward, the people want water. And when the people want water, um, you know, they cry out to Moses and say, Moses, you brought us out here to die, just like they always did. They were complaining. Right. Um, and sometimes the people we have unforgiveness at, we miss all the red flags that they never should have been in our lives in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they were complainers. They were always backbiting. They always, but Moses, well, Pharaoh did it like this. And, you know, anybody who's in your life who's constantly comparing you to somebody else is somebody that shouldn't be in your life because they're, they're missing the value that you are. Mm. Trying to compare you to something else. And so, Moses, uh, you know, saying, well, we did this, well, we did this with the land of milk and honey, this and that, this and that. You know, what's so interesting is that in all of that, um, Moses is so angry with the people, he takes it out on God. Out of this, he takes his rod and he strikes the rock. The rock is capitalized in Scripture, indicating that the rock was now the embodiment of Jesus, the provision in the earth. He strikes the rock. And he strikes the rock, the Lord says, Moses, you're not going into the promised land. He says, you were angry with them, but you took it out on me. Mm-hmm. You're bitter with them, but you took it out on me. And let's face it, we're bitter and got our forgiveness. We don't want to pray like we normally do. We don't want to worship like we normally do. We don't want to read the word. So we end up suffering spiritually at the hands of something uh, that's very carnal. Amen. Amen. And with that is right before we... Uh get off the air is there anything that you'll want to leave with us um and where can people find you those will be the last things and then we'll be going off great question great question i, I think one uh one again i want to say thank you so much so honored to be with you all today and honored to share this time with you uh, uh i think it's uh, been a great dialogue and i pray that it's been helpful for someone uh, a couple of things one as i mentioned we're getting ready to start a brand new series of the church in just about 20 minutes uh, wherever you're at in the uh, cross the nation, and the best, the easiest way to connect with us is text the word harvest. Send a phone number five nine seven six nine, and when you do that, it'll stick your text right back and give you our app uh, allow you to connect with us on a digital campus today. If you're not text savvy and you don't want to do the text messages, I get it. You 
you. Thank you. Amen, amen, amen. That was a great word from Bishop Foreman. Yes. Um, one thing I could say, I didn't get to say it, but my favorite scripture to go to, Rudy, is Jeremiah 29 and 11. That picked me up in the most darkest time during ministry. And um, if you guys read it, I'm just telling you out there, um, just read it. Jeremiah 29 and 11, that is a scripture that will encourage you, build you up, and make you keep going. Um, but... It's time up. I want everybody to know this is Pastor J. You can find me at Pastor J, um, Pastor underscore J90 on Instagram. You can find me at Pastor J Lon Calhoun at um, Facebook. And it doesn't have to stop. You can come and get a word today in, if you're a Las Vegas local or if you're online. You could uh, check us out on Judah Family Community Church Facebook page where we'll get a great word from Minister Dorla. She's doing a series on faith. And, um, you, if you want to come see live, you can see us at 3739 Glen Ave, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89121 at 3 p.m. Judah Family Community Church. Pastor Jaylon Calhoun is the lead pastor and founder. So come check us out. And what I want to leave with you is like I always leave you, common sense is not common. And this is Lady AJ saying, stay focused. This is Miss Maya saying, happiness is a choice. And this is Coach, and remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And, Amen. And one thing I wanted to do is um, let you know, if you if you want to see more of Bishop Foreman, you can find him on Instagram at Bishop Foreman, or you can see his church, uh, HarvestCC underscore. You can be able to check those out. They'll have the text message if you weren't able to uh, get it down and his all his information, and I believe a lot of his information is on the LV Anointed Radio page of his flyer. So check him out. We love you guys. Be safe. Enjoy church today. And if you don't have a church home, find a church home. Amen. 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 Amen.